You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Gossip Girl. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Gossip Girl news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Gossip Girl. Hi, Gossip Girl fans. Hello. So, oh my God, we just watched the 100th episode. Oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. I am freaking out. Usually I come in freaking out. Tonight, Jessica King is freaking out. I cannot wait. Like, I was counting down the hours at work today because I could not wait to come in here with you and our Gossip Girl fans and break all of this down. There's so much to talk about. Right, but you told me you had a horrible TV malfunction. I did. You were left with a cliffhanger. I was in the dark. And I had no idea what I was going to do. I was watching the show, and we had, you know, it comes on at 8 o'clock. We had three shows recording at 9 o'clock. And our TV only allow- allows us to record two shows at a time, and then we have to watch the third one it's live. like the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Horrible. And so, you know, when I'm watching my Gossip Girl, I need to make sure that I catch every word and every sigh and every everything. So I keep rewinding it. So I was a little behind on the DVR, and right at the end, literally a minute later, left my DVR my TV switches to one of the other recordings and I literally screamed I was like no I, my fiance and your was fiance like, probably runs in from the down. other room yeah. like what's wrong he's like it's a show babe and I was like no it's not just any show I'm it was you. so traumatizing and I literally just watched the last minute probably about 15 minutes before now so all day long. I've I wouldn't been, have been able to make it. I would have been online looking up that crap. That everywhere. was my plan, and I just had the craziest day at work, and it just I never got to it. And I was telling my heartbreaking story to Phil when I got here, and he was just like, why don't you just watch it here? And I was like, oh, yeah. I was I was like, I have to ask Ross. I have to ask Roxy. I have to get all the details. I have to. I, have to, I, have I just to. have to talk to her. Like, I hope she's here soon. Uh, it, like, I understand. It can be flustering if you miss something. I get so much at the end. But I've got to say, I know that we're both really excited about this episode and we have so much to talk about, arguably more to talk about than we've ever had to talk about for any other episode. But I, I'm kind of bummed because Gossip Girl's getting a bad rap with my roommates. They're, yeah. they're all sitting there being like, this is so over the top dramatic. It's like a soap opera. I, I, I don't think that that would happen. That's actually what they sound like, though. I'm like, shut <laughs> up. Stop hating on my gossip girl. I'm interested to hear why they think that because I didn't think it was over the top. Yeah, today I mean, I'm going to be Roxy Stryer and Roxy Stryer roommates. Like, good. I will be voice Make of sure both. Make sure you differentiate when you're each person. Right. I'll say <laughs> RS or RSR. Roxy Stryer, RSR. Roommate. So, let I, I guess we should get right into it and start talking about the first thing that we see in this episode, which is, uh, this is both of us talking right now, <laughs> not me and you, me and my alter ego for the night. Yes. 
what the hell was that Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend opening to this? I, I thought maybe it would come back through at some point, uh, some storyline. We just see, I didn't even recognize Serena at first. Yeah. Serena coming down the stairs in this pink dress singing Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. And then Blair, and then there's Dan looking at Blair, looking at Serena, going to Blair. Kind of like almost a Marilyn Monroe, Audrey Hepburn uh, yeah. t- type situation. Uh, what is why? What was the point of this? I thought it was so weird, and of course, you know, my first thought was exactly what yours is. What's going on? Right. Um, first off, I think that I love Blake Lively as an actress, but the lip singing and that whole thing was just really off for me. What? The but hell? Um, I will admit, you know, it kind of clued me in towards the end when they were fighting over Dan. I was like, oh, Serena's finally gonna figure it out. Right. And so I think it was basically just to set up the episode, and you know, they didn't go into too much detail with Serena figuring it out when Georgina mentioned it but at least you know we know that it's kind of she's thinking about it now I mean you only have so many minutes though in the 100th episode and yeah, that that was a waste. five of them were <laughs> t- delegated to that yeah I don't I, I don't know why I keep pointing and the over dance there. scene like, was weird like the fact that Dan was one of the dancers was so weird the to whole me. thing was bizarre yeah I mean they looked beautiful and it was if it was a standalone scene on YouTube that I was watching I'd be like that's a cool promo or something but the fact that it was actually opened the episode of the 100th episode of Blair's Wedding. I think they probably were just trying to stand out because if you think about it, I don't even think they started with the typical, you know, hello, Upper East Siders. Or, right. You know, it just went straight into that um, without any Gossip Girl voiceover. And, and so, then Gossip Girl came on and said, I'm coming back bigger and better than ever. Yeah. Oh, geez, we'll talk about that later because... I've got to say off the top, we finally know who Gossip Girl is. Yes. I mean. And I don't know how I feel about that. I was not (laughs) expecting to know that at all. Yeah. That wasn't even uh, talked about in our predictions or anything, and we have news and gossip about that later. But okay, let's just keep talking about the beginning of the episode. So after this, we have this whole situation leading up to the wedding where Chuck and the priest, we think, are working together. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because last week we hear him say, I'm already the bad guy in Blair's eyes. I might as well actually act like him. But we actually see he's not. He's turned into this great guy. And he, instead of poisoning the priest that's supposed to do the wedding, he poisons the bad priest and gives him food poisoning and makes him not feel well so he can't go out go through with the plan. Uh, were you expecting this? Or was this twist number one? Um... I don't know. It, it was kind of weird because I do believe that Chuck has changed. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> so I wasn't surprised, I guess I could say. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't think it would happen because, you know, after last week, um, they did lead us to believe that the two of them were going to be teaming up. But I wasn't surprised that Chuck pulled that move. I feel you. And when I was watching the episode, I thought maybe it would happen a little later in the episode. But right off the bat, he's like, I'm not going to be this bad guy. This is what I'm doing. And if it wasn't for Blair's mother, I think that the wedding would have gone off seamlessly. Totally. So let's talk about that for a second. What was the deal there? Eleanor finally... Stepping up. ...goes to see Chuck and and tries to ruin the own wedding that she planned? Why? Why would she do that? And why wouldn't she tell Blair she was doing that or, or... of all these years where she hasn't supported Chuck and she's wanted Blair to leave him, why finally on her daughter's wedding day to a prince did she go and do this? Because she loves her daughter and all it took was for her to see 
the reaction that her daughter was having. Like she said, when, you know, for someone that's been married multiple times, she knows the difference between when you're freaking out because you're not sure if it's the right thing or, you know, what to expect. Or when, you know, you're calm, like obviously you're going to be nervous, but you just kind of calm and you're excited to start your new life. And Blair had a nervous breakdown. Like she was freaking out. And so I think despite Blair's mom's, hatred of Chuck throughout the years it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that they are so in love with each other and at the end of the day she's going to do what's best for her daughter and I think that if she had stood up in the church and said something Blair would have never forgiven her because Blair just has such a soft spot for Chuck and that's the only person that Blair wanted to see on her wedding anyway or or that she would forgive ever Yeah, and part of me agrees with what Eleanor said but part of me doesn't because I do think it's possible in this situation she was right, but her logic was kind of flawed, saying that if you are nervous before your wedding, if you're freaking out, then you're not supposed to be with that guy. And I don't think that's necessarily true. I think some people, it's about losing independence in their mind or mm-hmm. about a new step in their life, a new whatever it is. I don't think just in, because you're having a freak out, a panic attack, whatever it is on your wedding day, that it means you're marrying the wrong person. But Blair's never had independence. She's always had a boyfriend. She's always been reliant. And this has been something that she's been so vocal about how badly she wants it and how badly she wants to be a princess. So there was a lot more there than just nervous nervous tension. I think everyone's going to be nervous on their wedding day. And, and, you know, whether they laugh or cry or whatever, Blair was freaking out. Like, she wanted to take her dress off and she just was just such a side of her that we have not seen so if you were Eleanor you would have done the same thing I think so and you know what obviously this is in the episode what we see but if it were a real life situation I'm sure that there's been things leading up to that that she's noticed that haven't been right with uh, the way that Blair's been acting or why why not say something before because this is TV and they want it to be dramatic or what's why does it always come down to the wedding day television baby <laughs> and and enough said i suppose okay so another person that surprises us this episode just by showing up is georgina yes in her and who was that guy with her uh, wait for, first of all 100 yeah, who was that guy <laughs> second of all what was the first outfit she was wearing just like big black, black. victorian <laughs> i don't even know gothic hat, like, i don't know we, I, what the hell was that I have no idea. It was hideous. Fashion statement? Uh, insane asylum clothes? Mm. Yeah. jacket? I don't know what you want to call it. It's not fashion. <laughs> so why did she come back? She hates Blair because... What was it? She said something. She was like, Blair ruined my... She pretty much feels that Blair ruins everything. Oh, she put her in rehab. Um, she pulled her out of Bible camp and abandoned her in Belarus. Like, something it's like a like- jealousy. Like Blair always gets her way, I think. So where the hell has she been? I don't feel like they gave us enough backstory to Georgina coming back with this new guy. Where the hell was Milo? And why Milo was with them? No, but I why mean, does Milo still I mean, look the same age? <laughs> why does Milo look the same age? But I mean, where was Milo later on? And yeah. he's being babysitted. They in one line were like, "Oh, he's with the friend of ours." Mm-hmm. Like you, Georgina, you are twenty-two years old, and. You have a child and now a new boyfriend and you are trying to break up the royal wedding? Yeah. Because you think it's funny or... She likes to stir the pot. That's Georgina for you. And she cannot stand to see Blair even an ounce of happy or getting 
something more than her or how do you not. feel about hey, her character can i stir up the pot uh i don't know can you i can okay. by bringing in a caller how about that Ooh, okay. just gonna stir the pot hello hi it's mia Oh, hi, babe. I saw you just texted me the number to call in. I was gonna, I was gonna make us take a commercial break so I could give it to you. So, okay, are you freaking out? Like we're freaking out? Oh my gosh, yes. What, what, what have we talked about so far? I have to get in this conversation yeah. while I'm speeding on the highway to pick up my car. I'm so excited <laughs> that you're calling in. So right now we're talking about Georgina. We haven't yet gotten to the end of the episode, but we're just talking about her hatred for Blair and why she wants to ruin this wedding. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I appreciate them bringing uh, Georgina back, but I, I definitely felt some sort of way. Like it just—it was so much hatred for for no reason. Do we love? Well, to I think he had a reason. Blair did kind of do her wrong, but Georgina deserved every second of it. Why do you appreciate them bringing Georgina back? Oh, <laughs> uh, because it's you know you you got a big event going on. It's a wedding. You need another villain outside of who, who we all would expect to be the villain, which would be Chuck. So you just kind of, you kind of had to have that extra something there. You have such a unique perspective now too. Like I was saying last week, because you've watched all these episodes so closely. <laughs> um, and, and I feel like I haven't seen Georgina in so long. Yeah. And oh, she just right. disappeared and there were no I just questions saw her last week. <laughs> Yeah. You saw yeah. her this month. I feel like I haven't seen her in a year. Yeah. It's it's been a while. It's been a really long time. I mean, since the entire situation with uh, we saw her for one episode after that, but the situation she started with Dan. last season, I think, and then we didn't see her the rest of the season. Right, we kind of never That's know where true. she goes. Wait, do we love so, to hate her though, or do we just hate her and want her gone? I will Wait, do we say do what? that I love to hate Georgina. She's not like the other characters who are just hate. <laughs> so love you love to hate, to hate her. her? Yes, Mia. Okay, I would have to agree with Jessica. I, lo- I love to hate her. She, she's not she's not that annoying hate, like, oh, I want you to get off the show. But she's that hate where you, she's the character that you have to hate. So I love to hate her. Yeah, she's been our consistent villain. And I'm kind of into the fact that she came back for the 100th episode. I think it was fitting. But now it looks yeah. like we're going to be seeing a lot more of her, which I can't talk about right quite yet. So let's move on. Uh, and I think also she knows each character so well that you never know who she's going to mess with next. It's not just, you know, we're with Ivy. It's mostly just Serena and her family. Right. Or something. You know, she has so much dirt on everyone, which obviously now we all know why. Yeah. But... It's um, very true. You just never know what's going to come with her. Very true. Uh, can we quickly talk about Serena and Dan, though? Com- going off topic, because they kind of had their own storyline oh. tonight. Uh, what's going on with Serena's feelings and her saying, it's been you, it's always been you, and Blair saying, even Gossip Girl knew you never had to choose, it's always been Dan. And now it seems like, looking back, they're saying, it's always been Dan. But for me, it so wasn't always Dan. Yeah. No, not at all. No, no. It was never always Dan. Dan sort of came in the picture, you know, they began their friendship, but it wasn't always Dan. But even after her and Dan broke up, there were moments when she hated him and she wasn't talking to him and she didn't want anything to do with him and she was dating other people. So it wasn't always Dan. It didn't always come back to Dan. It's just that now that she's single and lonely, now it's Dan again. Right. But you know what? I I would say, you know how we're just saying how we love to hate uh Georgina, I feel like Blair loves to hate Dan, and but and she has that love hate relationship with him. It's become more so love now, especially when he was the only one that she turned to and confided and confided in about that whole vow she had with God. Yeah, and so he's he's always been a consistent friend, and um, 
and she's just been oblivious to the fact that he's madly in love with her. Yeah, absolutely. And jumping right into the wedding, when we see uh, Dan and Serena walking down the aisle, and Dan turns to Serena and was like, how come everybody knows that our relationship was fake except for me or so, or what does he say? He said, how come I, everyone, no one else thinks that the relationship is fake except for me. Like everyone else thought it was real, thinks it's real. Right. right. Except And mm-hmm. except for him and Louis after Louis tells him that he knows that it was fake. Uh, so he's got, he's a smart guy and he is pushing Serena really hard here being like, why did you do this? Why did you do this? Do we think he knew or he really just wasn't thinking that Serena loved him apparently i think he i think he's so focused on blair and what he needs to do for her that he's just oblivious to everything else yeah i definitely agree with that this is one of the hardest episodes i think we've ever had to cover because right now my mind is racing like there was so much stuff (laughs) I, i i feel like we can't miss anything but we I know something that we cannot miss, so we have to talk about it right now, is the scene between Chuck and Blair when Chuck finally decides to go and uh, he is like, okay, Eleanor told me to try and talk to Blair. I'm coming here. Let's have this talk. And unbeknownst to him, Georgina is filming in the other room after she already tried to seduce Louis. But so she's filming in the other room and they have this conversation, Chuck and Blair. And Blair says, listen, Chuck, I love you more and more every day. uh, But even if I wasn't with Louis, I could never be with you. And Chuck Chuck Mm. point blank says, don't marry him. Do not do this. This was definitely a moment. This was the best scene in the episode for me. Uh, because oh, it was. The t- first of all, their their chemistry on screen is just undeniable. Amazing. I mean, it's in- incredible. But uh, and obviously, it was my freaking favorite scene. But it was gut wrenching <laughs> too at the same time because, I mean, here here are these two people, and she can't sit there and say, "I don't love you. I don't want to be with you." She's saying, "I cannot be with you, and I cannot continue feeling this way." Yeah, she's very honest about her love for Chuck. And it's just she's gotten to the point where she just knows that it's not healthy for either of them, I think. So what did we think then about the fact that Serena was the one who finally decided to tell Chuck what the hell was up and went behind Blair's back and was like, listen, there's something you have to know. She made this pact with God. I think as Blair's best friend, I probably would have done the same thing for my best friend, no matter, even though I'm sworn to secrecy, to see her making, you know, all of these wrong decisions and to to know what she really wants to do and where her heart really is, especially with Chuck, you know, not wanting to get, get involved because he doesn't, he's turned a new leaf and he truly believes that Blair just lost interest in him. I think I would have done the same exact thing. And I definitely commend Serena. Like, I'm sure that was a really hard thing to do and to struggle with. Should I tell him? I promised I wouldn't, but this is what's best for her. And I definitely would have done that. Do we have a navigation system going on in the back? What are these little mumbles going on, me? Oh, sorry. I'll pull it up to pick up my car right now. But before I go, really quickly, I just wanted to say, yeah. I know the show is called Gossip Girl, but my feelings were hurt when Gossip Girl was the one that ruined the wedding. I wanted Chuck to make some huge declaration in front of the entire world saying, I love you, come run away with me. And that was my fantasy, and it didn't happen. So I, I feel you. I feel you. A hundred percent. And honestly, I feel like the only reason that didn't happen is because it would be cliche and other TV shows have done it. But I wouldn't have minded the cliche. I didn't like the way it came out. 
But I know you got to go, so thank you so much for calling in, and maybe you'll maybe you'll surprise Join me and call in for Glee later. <laughs> Cause you love oh, no, me. I'm gonna be there for Glee. I will see you guys. It was fun chatting. Wait, you're coming in? Yeah, I'm coming in. Oh, oh <laughs> game changer! This changes okay. everything. <laughs> After Buzz TV exclusive. Okay, so you guys are funny. I love you, ladies. Love you, love you. Bye. So, okay, going on more with the wedding. So, there's this video camera, and during the wedding, the Gossip Girl's first blast in a long time launches of her, of Chuck, of Blair, and Blair telling Chuck that she loves him, and everybody sees it, and it's mortifying, and the wedding breaks up, and Blair goes into the other room, and and Chuck's in there with her, and which, by the way. I know it's a TV show and I know it's fictional, but the realist in me just found it really hard to believe and is extremely disrespectful that everyone's phone was on in church. Here's what I've decided (laughs) about Gossip Girl Blasts. Your phone can be on dead silent. You could be at a funeral. You could be at a wedding. You could be in class. It can be on silent. It won't won't (laughs) ring for anything else, but Gossip Girl has hacked into all the phones. So when she sends out a blast... She not only do all the teenagers to... get it, not only do all the 20-year-olds get it. The parents. The parents, Willie the grandparents, <laughs> everybody gets the Gossip Girl Blast within a certain radius. Yep. That's how it works. And I've just learned to accept it because if you don't, then you sit there constantly questioning the show. Yeah, that's true. Because I was just kind of thinking, what? I know. Not happening. I know. I, I, I'm to- I was just going to say, I feel you. What's with me in the I feel you tonight? I feel you. I'm just feeling people all over. <laughs> Cop a feel, you know. Myself. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but Louis comes in and we think he forgives her, and they go back out there and they have a wedding. And the next thing we know, they're eating cake. My jaw dropped when they went back up to that altar. I couldn't believe it. The fact that they are, uh, I'm speaking right now, and they are married. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> they, the two of that. Are you giggling at me? Was that a laugh that I heard, Phil? Because this is serious shit in here. I didn't laugh. This is serious. My mic wasn't even on. Oh. I I thought I heard a giggle. They are married, and I'm sitting here, and I never would have predicted last week that this week I would be sitting here and they would be married. But I predicted last week that we would be completely blown away. I knew it wasn't going to be just her running out on the wedding or or being the runaway bride. I knew that we were going to be thrown for a huge loop and this was going to be such an unpredictable episode and it totally lived up to all of those expectations. I will give them credit that it was very different than what I thought it would be and that it was not predictable for anybody. But at the same time, I feel like they were trying so hard to not be predictable that it made it not as great. You're like I don't I don't agree. I I loved the episode, so I don't agree. <laughs> uh, no, and it's not that I didn't love it. It's just that it's it's hard when it's not only the hundredth episode, but they're throwing so much information out at mm-hmm. us that I feel like there was enough stuff in this episode for three incredible episodes. Yeah, and by them all putting into one. And cutting five minutes out of the beginning for this weird song, it was like, ah. I have to give you that. There was a lot going on. And, um, you know, I mentioned to you earlier, and I'm sure we'll get into predictions, but you mentioned you didn't see previews for next week. But I feel like because there was so much in this episode, that next week is going to be yeah, a little Yeah, I saw lackluster. brief previews, but yeah. And I'm sick of, you know, having the great, great episode and then followed by the not so great episode. Like, I just want... All of the episodes be to be consistent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, 
to add some inconsistency to our show, why don't we bring in another caller? Oh, okay. Really? We're on because a roll today. We don't today. usually take calls because you guys like to chat it up, but why not? I like a coffees. third perspective. Caller, you are on the line. What's your name? Hi. Where are you from? Hi. Hi. What's your name? Uh, this is Susie um, from Fairfax, Virginia. I called last oh, week. Oh, Susie. Yeah, hey, we Susie. know. So good to have you back. Okay. Are you freaking out about Thank the episode? You. Oh, my. Like, oh, my God. There is just so much going on in the episode. I can't even believe it. I, I've been listening for the, since the beginning, and, can, and I've just written down a few things. So do you mind if I go back? Oh, no. Go ahead. Please. Go right ahead. You say whatever you want. Okay. So I feel like with with um, Eleanor going to get Chuck, I feel like they just needed somebody to go get Chuck because everybody else is everybody is so over like Chuck trying to get Blair back. Like Serena wouldn't go get Chuck. Um, Serena would just support Blair and whatever she decided, but she wouldn't go get Chuck to come to the wedding. Dan wouldn't. Nate wouldn't. I mean, they just needed somebody to go. Go get Chuck so well, he could interrupt the wedding, but he wouldn't do it himself. I don't know. That was just that's my a good point. It is a good point, but why do you feel like Nate wouldn't? I understand why Dan wouldn't because he has his own romantic interest in her, and I know that Serena wouldn't because she's best friends with Blair. But I feel like Nate would have been a viable person. I don't think he would yeah, intervene. He, yeah, that's true. He would. I don't know. I mean, I think by now, I don't know. Nate just not. I mean. I don't know. That's a good point. I mean, I feel like Nate out of all of them would be the one that right. would. I feel like Nate would. has has Chuck's back, but he doesn't have that relationship with with Blair to yeah. feel like he yeah, exactly, could intervene. Exactly. And especially he would, because he, would he dated her. both of them if they decided to, like, you know. Yeah, I, I do agree, but I just I can't imagine realistically a parent of mine on my wedding day who who were spending exactly. all the money and had been planning it instead of coming to me and saying don't do this or whatever trying to go get my ex-boyfriend to bring him back it just doesn't seem like something a, a parent would be in a parent's best interest for their kid you know mm-hmm. exactly exactly um and then I, I about georgina coming that i mean that was just a like random to me the funniest thing about it was which is so random it's just so random that after she tried to seduce uh, uh, Louie for the first time, um, she thought it was Louie opening the door, and then it's Rufus and Lily. And Lily just goes, Rufus thought that was you out there. It was just so random. I totally agree. Yeah. That's why I'm saying a lot of the stuff in this episode, I felt like they were trying to be so unpredictable that it was so random and strange that was like taking me out of the episode. And I was like, "I I just don't, see that that would happen yeah i know it, it was just really random um so that that was just a little funny thing and then um serena and the guys you know i just feel like like everyone says serena just always needs a guy and mm-hmm. i mean i don't know i feel like it all began with nate because she she hooked up with Nate when him and Blair were together. Which is so. why I don't understand how she could sit there and say, it's Dan, it's always been Dan. Exactly. No, you were I totally know. with Nate, and then you were with some professor, and you've gone for older men, and you've gone for younger men, and you've gone for blondes and brunettes. I like, know. Make up your exactly. freaking mind and don't say I, that it was always I, Dan. I feel like she was just as much in love with Nate as she was with Dan. Totally. She couldn't choose who to go for. 
She couldn't make a decision. Yeah, that was one thing. Wait, so can you Um, tell me, though, overall, what you did you like the episode? Did you think it was good good for a 100th episode? Or what do you think? Yeah. And I did, I thought it was really good for the episode, but there was a lot. There was just like, just like one twist too many or something. Like, I don't know. There's something about it, but it was that the Chuck and Blair scenes were so powerful. I, oh my God. I was just like waiting for her to leave with him, oh but then <laughs> when she left with Dan and oh my God. I know, um, I know. I'm sitting here right now. Blew oh. us all away. I'm agreeing with everything oh. and nodding, and Jessica looks like she's going to cry because she loved this episode. <laughs> I loved um, it. But, no, but I agreed um, with you that there was a lot going on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, oh, if, okay, Blair doesn't know yet that the car wasn't meant for Chuck and Blair. The car was meant for Nate. I feel like that on the night of the car crash, I feel like that if Blair knew that the car was actually meant for Nate, then maybe it would change her mind, right? It would change her mind about her pact with God, you mean? Yeah, about her pact, about everything, about being with Chuck or whatever. Like, I don't know, I feel like that's a big thing that they left out or something, like... Yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of like she has so much faith in God and then she doesn't really realize that she wasn't even supposed to be in that situation. Yeah, exactly. She wasn't even supposed to. That's the annoying part. (laughs) And then um, just one more thing I want to add that I thought was cute the whole episode. um, uh, um, I'm blanking on his name. I've been trying to think of it for the whole episode, but I forget. Um, Describe him. Um... Blair, uh, Blair's stepdad. I mean, oh Cyrus, oh, Cyrus, yeah, Cyrus. Cyrus. I, I thought it was so cute. Cyrus is kind of laying, laying low the whole day, like mm-hmm. letting Blair's real dad be involved. And then when Blair asked him to walk her down the aisle, at least she's like, it was so cute. Kind of like a cute a element in there, like, definitely. It was so cute. And I had it written I down as things I wanted to talk about because I think it is really important that your father is not only the person who birthed you but the person or the person who helped make you but the person who raised you and i really feel like cyrus has gone above and beyond for blair especially when her own dad Uh, left was out of the country and was kind of absent and usually you don't think of blair as being first of all she hated cyrus in the beginning Mm -hmm. and second of all you don't usually think of her being somebody who's accommodating or or wants to include people um so i thought it was really great to see her maturing, oh, no. especially as she's about to be a married woman. I thought it was endearing because, yeah. like you said, you know, she hated Cyrus in the beginning and she gave him such a hard time. And no matter what her dad did, regardless of the fact that he left, she still put him up on a pedestal. Like she loved him so much yeah. and was so just pretended like he never did anything wrong. Yeah. And so that was the last thing exactly. we expected, you know, because she was always just like, Daddy, Daddy, I love you so much. Yeah. So it was super I, cute to yeah. see that she's finally mature enough to appreciate appreciate the fact that Cyrus has stepped up to the exactly. plate and, you know, tried to play that role so, of dad. Yeah, it's just a little part of the episode that probably went unnoticed by a lot of people, but I, I loved that. Like, And I knew I had to tell you guys. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> happy you brought it up. Um, and you have to keep calling in next week. You're, you're a favorite caller. You, you have such great insight. So thank you, Susie. And hopefully we'll thank hear from you, you next um, week. I know. I'm so happy there's actually a new episode next week. I know. I know gonna, there's going to be a break. I was thinking that, too, but I'm excited that there's a new one. Yep. Okay. And, um, Roxy, um, no scarf tonight, I see. Uh, Yeah, um, no scarf tonight. I'm I'm bare-necked now. 
No marks on my neck or anything. Th- thanks for That's noticing. <laughs> so cute. Okay, we'll talk to you next week. Bye, Susie. Okay, maybe, maybe I'll call and do in Glee tonight, too. Oh, yes, absolutely. You have to do that. Great. Right, thank bye, you so Susie. much for listening Thanks for calling. Uh, okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is the situation with uh, Nate and Charlie. And yes. what's going on here? Um, oh, we should have gotten Susie's input on this. But I, I really don't understand what is... She's a caterer, and Nate doesn't notice her, and he wants to start to. And they're just trying to tie t- Charlie into the story. Has he not asked her name yet? He found out where she was all from, what her major, all stuff, her. but he doesn't know her name. Yeah. Or never put two and two together. I don't really understand. That is... I didn't even think of that until you brought that up. How did he find out all the information and didn't realize that she had the same exact name as Charlie? Ivy. Charlie, yeah, Charlie, Rose. Charlie Ivy. <laughs> yeah. I know. So I thought that was really weird. And but she could possibly, maybe you know, since she's in New York, it's possible that she could have changed her last name so that she doesn't, you know, since she, her mom doesn't support her and she knows that her family's there and she doesn't want to be a part of that. It's true, but remember when the private investigator was looking for Charlie Rhodes? That's who we found, so... That's true. I don't know. We don't have much to talk about with them because we haven't been given a lot, but I'm sure we'll be seeing them in weeks to come and we can talk about them in Which makes me predictions. Um, which leads us to the end of the wedding, which is when... Or the wedding party, which is when Chuck... Um, not Chuck, I wish Chuck. When Louis is dancing with Blair and she's like, now we can live our life together and she's feeling like this princess and he's like, as my mother told me, this was a business arrangement. After you publicly apologized, I could not take you back. You are now mine. You are under my rule. You will smile when I say, you will dance when I say, you will laugh when I say, and that's that. Why does he think he can own her that way? He knows Blair well enough to know that she won't go for that. So why does because he think- now she's the princess? I mean, everything she does, as if she's not already scrutinized by Gr- Gossip Girl with every move she makes. Now it's to such a higher level, and she not only has to um, make Louis happy, but she is representing his mom and his entire family, an entire country. And I, th- right. I just think that you know he knows how important her image is to her, and I think. He also knows that she is afraid that he could ruin that for her. It is true, but I just feel like we took the. It's another thing. It's such a force for me that we took this great guy and turned him into such a villain. You know, I always thought he was a bad guy. Uh, yeah, but he, <laughs> but he wasn't at the beginning. Yeah, you know, even though we might have had our doubts about him, he wasn't a bad guy. And then he turned into such a, a villain and. I just hate the way he's treating Blair and that... But I think Blair turned him into a villain. It's true. It's true. It's. I remember a few episodes, and by a few episodes, a long time ago, Blair kind of had that realization where she was like, I bring out the darkness in people. Mm-hmm. And when she finally said that, I never realized, but... It, she does. It, it is partially true. And I do think, though, that having time away from her, Chuck's able to... Chuck would be able to be with her 
and not have her do that and bring out the light in each other. And you have to, you know, imagine going into a relationship with someone that you're totally falling for. And, you know, this person has so much history. And no matter how much they tell you that it's done and it's over with and they love you, it still keeps going back to that person. And granted, Louis has his own ulterior motives. Everyone in this show has their own ulterior motives. And that's the reason why he's sticking around as it is. Right. But you have to think of, you know, the wear and tear that that would have on you. And, you know, at some point there was, I'm sure, a turning point where he was just like, well, screw this. Two could play this game. And, you know, I could probably do as much for her as she could do for me. It's so. true. It's very true. But, I mean, going back a little bit to the, to the darkness point, um, not about Louis for a second, but there's something to be said, and I used to say this a lot here, but there's something to be said about two people who can fly together, but there's also something to be said about two people who stumble together. Mm-hmm. And I get that Chuck and Blair stumble together, but they're together, and I I think it's okay, and I think that you have to stumble before you can fly. But uh, Chuck, uh, Blair and Louis, they never seem to be – one seems to be flying, the other stumbling. The the other, they're never on the same page. Exactly. So it clearly is never going to work, and I was so pissed in this episode when I was like, oh, my God, can't believe they're married. Everything's going to be a mess. And finally, this episode did something great for me where you see – it's not going to last. Well, you know what's funny is that the the more I think about it, you know, obviously these past few episodes we've seen the love between Blair and Chuck really heat up. Right. But based on the old Blair that we've seen the past four seasons, if this were to happen, let's say last season or whatnot, I really don't think Blair would mind. I think she wouldn't care she had a loveless relationship or a loveless marriage with Louis because she would still be the princess of Monaco and that's all she's ever wanted. Right. And I don't think it's until recently where her love has just been so overwhelming and she, like for Chuck and she's finally realizing that that's who she should be with. And Does it whatnot. have to do with maturity and growth? Or? I think so, yeah. I think it has to do with she. all she cared about before was materialistic things and you know titles and money and all of that comes with that and now she's actually you know listening to her heart and and trying to be a better person i guess yeah and then we we hear her listen to her heart at the very end of the episode where she makes that phone call and she says i made a horrible mistake we think she's on the phone with chuck we hear chuck on the phone saying pull the car around we have to make it over there i need to talk to blair and Blair goes running out. Chuck goes running in. They don't see each other. Chuck goes in. Serena, where's Blair? He, she says, I don't know. Blair's outside getting in the car with Dan. I almost screamed out loud in that part. Poor freaking Dan. I, uh, she just again. tosses him around. I don't think she knows, though. Oh, how could you not know? You have to know. Love is to blind. Some, she's not in love with Dan. I know. It's just you an know, expression that ex- I thought might fit there. <laughs> love is blind. That's how he feels about her. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's Dan for, for Blair, for sure. But It's just so sad. And, like, it, he loves... It's a love that we haven't seen on Gossip Girl yet. The, an unconditional love where he knows Blair doesn't love him back, but he will do anything for her because he truly loves her. Mm-hmm. And luckily, Chuck's the same way, but Blair feels the same way back towards him. Mm-hmm. Dan's not the same. And that's why I felt so bad. But now now Chuck's inside, and Blair's gone, and Louie's a mess, and, and everything's a clusterfuck, and I'm freaking out. And then if I'm not freaking out enough, then we go to 
the hands of uh, Gossip Girl Gossip at the computer. Girl. She's at the computer, and I'm like, up, oh, they're going to end the shot. And instead of ending the shot, they pan the camera up, Ugh. and it's Georgina. Yes. Boom. What? Oh, my gosh. What? What just happened? Like, I what just happened? Died. I don't understand, actually, though. How on earth could Gossip Girl be Georgina? She's been... She didn't have a cell phone. She's been to Bible camp. She's been out of the country. We didn't even she know who she around. was for like the whole first season. season. <laughs> who the hell was she? Who is she now? She has a child. Does she have a job? She has a boyfriend. He doesn't know. She was friends with these people. She's been enemies with these people. She's dated them. She was living with Dan. She ha- Yeah, she was very much in the picture like every day for a while. The, to me, I was so content going to the final season of Gossip Girl, whenever that is, never finding out who Gossip Girl is. I was content. I was fine with it. I that. wanted it to be Kristen Bell. <laughs> that would have been great, too. Fine. I, whatever. We know who it is. And, and there are more episodes. so sad. Yeah, that's exactly... I mean, but the voice is Kristen Bell, but the person is Michelle Trattenberg. Like, and it's still going to be... The voice is still going to be Kristen Bell. What is going on? Yeah. What's going on? It kind of I don't freaks understand. me out because it, it, you know, it. I I can't imagine how many more episodes they can go on for with us knowing who Gossip Girl is now. Like it's only a matter of time before everything unro- unravels and unfolds. And so it's like, is this going to be the last up, the last season? But is he, it almost over? Here's what I don't know, and this is the only way that I think they could possibly make this okay. Is Gossip Girl not the show, but Gossip Girl was on a hiatus. She wasn't. Um, blasting anybody because Serena was taking over and blah 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 blah. Maybe Michelle uh maybe Georgina saw this as a time where she could be like, actually I'm Gossip Girl and she could start using gossip do, doing all the gossip girl stuff. Maybe she's not actually gossip girl, she's gossip girl round two. <laughs> I don't know. We can maybe. talk about it in predictions. Yeah. Uh let's I'm freaking out too much. We need to take a commercial break. We can come back. There's some awesome news and gossip for us. Then we can get to predictions and we can try to figure this stuff out. Yeah. Okay. okay. Take a breath. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. Huh? Yo, I, I what still up? can't get over the voice of what do you want to buzz about. <laughs> well, I want to buzz about Michelle Trachtenberg, who is 26 years old, as it states here, <laughs> uh, spoke to U.S. Weekly Tuesday about... Us Weekly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
you want to do the news and gossip? You might have to. Well, she spoke to us weekly Tuesday about filming the 100th episode. She said, I knew about the last scene in November, a few days before we were filming it. I was very shocked with the cliffhanger. I knew the 100th episode would end with a bang, but definitely didn't expect that. Trachtenberg says that her castmates, Leighton Meester, Blake Lively, Penn Badgley, Ed Westwick, and others, were likely in the dark about the shocker. She said, on the big, on the big secret episodes, only the people involved in the last scene get the script pages. I was the only one in the scene. So, do we, we really think nobody else knew? Yeah. Can you imagine that, working on a TV show and then... Having no idea until you see it. That's crazy. Like, imagine Lee Meester sitting there. <gasps> that's Gossip yeah. Girl. Like, that's crazy. But I kind of like the idea of it, you know? Because they're yeah, just, like, cool. right there along with us, finding out as we do and just as shocked as we are. Yeah. It's like a genuine... Totally. Surprise. I'm into it. For sure. Well, I'm into Ed Westwick, who spoke about his character. I'm into Ed Westwick, too. <laughs> Are you into Ed Westwick, No. Phil? Well, I'm into this quote. Ed Westwick speaks about his character this season compared to previous ones. He said, I feel like the British old... accent. I feel like the old... <laughs> was that like Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> that was so far Jessica- from British. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I know, but you're asking too much, Jessica. You're asking me to read sideways, read the news, read, and then do a British accent. It's just never going to happen. The comedy- I can't even walk and talk, let alone all those things. What does he say? Tell me what my boyfriend Ed says. Ed says, I feel like the old Chuck was a playboy, and that's what I would have loved to have been. That's like the fantasy for any young man, so it made him so much fun to play. Now he's like a lovesick puppy. It's like, dude! Um, At the same time, Westwick says Chuck's turnaround makes narrative sense. It's maturity. I've experienced it in my own life as well. I feel quite reformed. I bought an apartment, so now I've got a mortgage to pay. I sit at home and drink tea and watch Planet Earth as opposed to other activities. Uh, Phil, can you speak to this? Does every boy want to be a playboy player? They certainly do. (laughs) No, what guy... You know what? I mean, but all the more reason why you would want to have a mortgage in your own house, so that way, you know, you would build the bachelor pad. Then you can bring the girls home. (laughs) I don't think you want to have a mortgage. You just want to have a house, I think is the point. (laughs) But that's what we were saying earlier, is that it's maturity. He's growing up, and he's in love. Aw, little Chucky. (laughs) Chucky poo. I'm not going to share that sentiment. <laughs> uh, producers reportedly backed out of financing Steven Soderbergh's side effects because Blake Lively was attached to Star. Well, they dropped Lively from the film and replaced her with Rooney Mara, the new Oscar-nominated It Girl, which should get them all the financing they need. Um, wah, wah, Blake Lively. It sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's like the worst thing you could hear as an actress. We like this script, but you're attached to it, so we're not doing it. Yeah. Unless you that's get kicked such out. such a low blow slap in the face. Yeah, I know. And I think we have some more bad news about her. Yes. Apparently, it's not a good week for Lively. Boyfriend Ryan Reynolds and her got in their first public argument about his ex-wife, Scarlett Johansson. She was said to have stormed off after they argued about Scarlett, in which he called her insecure. In touch we- I'd be insecure, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, in Touch Weekly's source said she stormed out furious. The insider also said that Ryan is 
insistent that Scarlet remains a central part of his life and Blakely and, and Blake is just going to have to get used to the idea. The source revealed Ryan and Scarlet will always be a part of his life no matter what. Ooh. Those are some tough shoes. That's some to fighting words. Those follow. are, but you know what? If I had an ex-husband, he'd be part of my life too. Exactly, exactly. But I'm I saying get coming after insecure. Scarlet, right? I totally understand why she would feel insecure. Right, but the thing you have to remember is, it's not just an ex; it's an ex-wife. An, yeah. So they clearly, it's not like they broke up and maybe we will get back together. They got divorced. Like they're mm. not. Hopefully, we I don't know. It is, it is tough, and Scarlet's dropped that gorgeous. Yeah. So. As, so is Blake. Which the whole world thinks. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. So. That's true. Maybe he's just into blondes. I have no chance. Well, that's Dying all the hair. news and gossip that Phil has this week. XOXO. <laughs> Philenium. I didn't know that Gossip Philenium. Girl did the whole third person thing. Philenium. Philenium. <laughs> wow. Where did that come from? <laughs> So Jersey Shore name is Phil the Thrill. Gossip Girl name is Philenium. Philenium. You're just P. We do first initials on yeah. this show. All right. That's it for P. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the P we have today. <laughs> oh, haha. I make myself laugh. Okay. Uh, let's jump into some predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. I'm going to say, for the first time in a long time, I got nothing. I mean, so next episode we see Runaway Bride. What's the deal? She's running away with Dan and Dan. paparazzi's coming after her and... She's the princess of Monaco, and they can't find her? What, what the hell? Like I said earlier, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot going on next week. I don't have high hopes for it. I think there is, like we mentioned before, a lot going on this week. And unfortunately, that's probably going to be enough to last for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I could keep thinking is that this Gossip Girl reveal freaks me out. It's. I mean, I is know. the series ending soon? How many more storylines can we do around knowing who Gossip Girl is I now? I hope I'm, I was on to something and it's not actually her or something like that. I Some so twist too. because if it is, uh, we've heard rumors and those rumors might be true that Gossip Girl's getting the axe. Mm. And my roommates aren't that pissed about it, which pisses me off. Yeah, I'm going to have to have a talk with those roommates. Uh, what about Nate and, and not Charlie Ivy, but Charlie Charlie? Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> we'll see more of them. Yeah, I'm excited to see that unfold and, and see, you know, how it plays out if the family finds out and how everything goes Max down. Max will come back. Yeah. Charlie Ivy will if come back. Charlie Ivy comes back, that'll be insane. I know. I think that's pretty much, I mean... I, I'm I'm all out of predictions. Me I'm too. I'm sitting here. We got so much this week. I'm like, I can't even try to predict who Gossip Girl is anymore. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little empty. But that's kind of good. It keeps us on our feet. Keeps maybe, us thinking. Yeah, maybe next episode they'll kill it and we'll be shocked. And <sighs> I know that either way we'll be watching. We'll be there and we'll be here afterwards talking about it. Hopefully Susie will call in, be with us, and Mia will come in. We'll have a great time no matter what. As always. And and hopefully it will be a 10 and we'll love it. And Chuck hey, and Blair will miraculously hopes. be together. Optimism. Optimism. And Chuck and Blair. Yeah. Cheer. Cheer. Oh my God, I tweeted that before. And 
And to anybody else following, they're like, what the hell? Like, chair? I know, I know. Okay. By the way, I can't tease you about, are they going to reveal Gossip Girl? Are they going to reveal Gossip Girl? That's they, the they joy did. of my life for Gossip Girl is gone Man, now. That's why predictions that. are tough. Once they reveal Gossip Girl, it's like, okay. I don't even know what to think anymore. I know. Okay, we'll see you next week. XOXO. XOXO. P. <laughs> J, P, and R, and R, S, R. And A, B, T, V, and spread the word. <laughs> From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. XOXO. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.